0: Hi, I'm Justin Rosso, and welcome to the Next Step Podcast, where we help you take a next step. Today, we'll be talking about Chapter 3 of Light in the Darkness, a hymn journal for Advent and Christmas from Next Step Press. We'll be joined by one of our visual faith illustrators, Anne Gillaspie, and by Brendan Norp, who, along with Brooke Orosco produced a CD, A Light in the Darkness, which contains settings of all of the hymns in this hymn journal. After a brief introduction, I'll ask Brendan about the origin of that CD, as well as about the process for creating the hymn graphics for a hymn journal, like you see on page 21. After a prayer, Brendan will read the Zephaniah passage on page 25, and then Brendan and Ann and I will discuss what those verses mean to us. I'll read the devotion on page 26, and then we'll listen to the first couple of verses of the song by Brooke and Brendan. After that, Brendan will tell us a little bit more about the guitar part from that song and what the music means to him. We'll listen together to the third verse of Emmanuel, and then I'll ask Anne some more about her Bible margin project based on the O Antiphons. You can find those pages beginning on page 29, and Anne and I will discuss several of those images you find on pages 30 and 31. Before we're done, Anne and Brendan and I will wonder about what next step Jesus might be inviting us to take as we look forward to the dawn of Christmas morning and the dawn of eternal Christmas. Oh, whatever your Christmas preparations are like right now, whatever you're facing in your work or your home, I'm so glad you're here. It's good to be with you as we take a next step following Jesus together. Anne Gillespie and Brendan Norp join us on the Next Step podcast today. Welcome, guys. Thank you, Justin. Yeah, Thanks so good to have you here. Hey, Ann, where in the world are you today?
1: I am in Frankenmuth, Michigan. I am in my sunroom with the heater going. Uh huh. It's a little cloudy here today. Yeah.
2: Uh, excellent. And Brendan, where do you join us from? St. Louis, Missouri, where it is cloudy 55, and I'm hiding away in my basement where it's quiet.
0: <laughs> excellent. <laughs> well, it's good to have you both with us today as we look at chapter three of this hymn journal for Advent and Christmas called Light in the Darkness. Hey, before we get going today, Brendan, I kinda, <clears throat> as, as we have you on the podcast today, I wanna ask you a question just about this whole project. So Light in the Darkness is the name of the, of the hymn journal, but there's a CD called A Light in the Darkness produced by Brooke and Brendan, and you're the Brendan of Brooke and Brendan fame. I, I am, in fact, wondering... the Brendan of <laughs> Brooke and Brendan fame. That is me. <laughs> <laughs> so how did this whole project come together?
2: Well, I think uh, probably like most things, it didn't come with an end planned in mind. Uh, Brooke had written uh, maybe a couple arrangements of some songs. Uh, Oh, Holy Night, I know she had written. She wrote the song Noel and uh, Light in the Darkness. And probably we just got asked to play some music for a women's Advent tea cookie, you know, candlelight thing or whatever. And we're like, okay, we've got three songs, so okay, let's let's get five. And so you know, okay, we'll try Aloha, rose Air blooming, and Infant Holy, Infant Lowly. And then over a course of a few years, we we just kept getting asked to do those things, and we use that as an opportunity to just keep adding more. And um, and then eventually, we got to a place where we thought, okay, let's let's put this stuff uh, down on tape. And of course, I have down multiple ver- on tape. It's down on tape. So this wasn't just a year or two ago. No. This goes back a ways. The CD is 2006, but I do have some uh, some cassette tapes that have been digitized now of some 1994 versions of the songs. Wow. And, uh, you know, for our truest fans out there, which I yes. know there's... Thousands. Yes. Um, you know, I should release a collection of rarities because honestly, it is kind of interesting. Um, if you listen to some of the songs where they where they started, and then you know what happened to them seven, or eight years later, um, it's just cool to see the evolution of how that came to be. And we recorded them at a time when um, I think we felt like, hey, these have arrived in a good place. And the funny thing is, is when. We just did a little uh, recording of a manual where she recorded at home, I recorded at home. And as I listened to her sing it, I was like, you know what, that's just really cool. Because she, she added some things to it that it, I hadn't ever heard her do before. And uh, so, you know, they're just kind of living, right? You put them on a recording, and they, but they're not really static as the recording makes them.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, the recording is one snapshot in time of, of the whole thing. So that that's really cool. I would love to get the Brooke and Brendan at the original manger edition of of the, uh, <laughs> it was way back, this CD. That's really cool.
2: It'll cost you, but yeah, we can make that. <laughs> well,
0: when, when we decided to do a hymn Journal for Advent, I, I have known your guys' music for so long. It just seemed like a natural fit to pick hymns, that you guys had arranged or rearranged as well as some of the original pieces to go in this hymn journal, so thanks Brendan. you have been with us this whole hymn journal journey we 've done three now and and you have done the the putting together of the music um, a, for each of these so thanks for that how's that what's that in two minutes or less brief overview of what you 've done in each of the hymn journals
2: yeah so um, I take some uh, music notation software and um, basically kind of recreate what would look like, uh, something in a hymnal. And, uh, we've, you know, you've kind of given us some ideas of fresh font and look, so it doesn't just look exactly like that. So, um, it's, uh, it's just a little bit of, uh, it's kind of busy work. Actually, it's not incredibly hard once you know how to use that software. It's just the, you know, kind of the time to go through, okay, there's the alto part does that. And, you know, eventually then you got to get the thing spaced right and, uh, you know um well, there's a, a lot
0: that goes into making it look just right on the page so so thanks yeah. it's a kind of an artistic endeavor itself, and to see what people have done with you know they they sometimes people are a little hesitant to draw or write in their Bibles or in a hymnal, and to have this hymn journal's been really cool to see what people have done with those hymns
2: yeah, it's actually really cool when you did the first hymn journal. Um, at Lent last year, and I saw what someone had drawn or colored around the hymn graphic I made, I, I it just struck me that I, I'd never imagined um, my music notation being the the backdrop for an artistic work to come alive. You know, I think it was uh, on that morning uh, by Kip Fox and what the person did with it was fantastic. And so, yeah, it is kind of a cool thing because um, it is devotional and reflective and visually kind of inspiring. Like this brings you back to what you might see in a book, but it's neat that it's in a book where everyone has permission to scribble and color and watercolor and all that. So it's cool.
0: Thanks. That really gets to the heart of what we're trying to do. Uh, Combine the word with uh, visual arts as well as music. It's a great combination of all of those. Hey, speaking of the word, let's get into this chapter now. I'm on page 25. We're going to read Zephaniah 3. uh, But before we do, would you please pray with me? Come, Holy Spirit, and be present today in our conversation uh, as you inspired these words to be written by the prophet Zephaniah so, so long ago. Uh, you had us also on your heart and mind. So would you please open our hearts and open our minds to these words from Zephaniah that speak promises to us, draw us closer to Jesus this Advent season as we walk nearer to his his nativity as we remember his first coming and look forward to his second coming in glory. Come, Holy Spirit, be with us today. Amen. Amen. Zephaniah
2: three, verses fourteen to seventeen. Sing, daughter Zion. Shout aloud, Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart, daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away your punishment. He has turned back your enemy. The Lord, the King of Israel, is with you. Never again will you fear any harm. On that day they will say to Jerusalem, Do not fear, Zion. Do not let your hands hang limp. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you, in his love he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing.
0: Mm, I love those verses. Anne, Brendan, anything that kind of jumped at you out at you this this time through those verses?
1: Wow, well, I really like the the very last line. Uh, "But will rejoice over you with singing." Yeah. You know, he rejoices over us and gladdens our hearts be right you know right at the very beginning be glad and rejoice with all your heart mm. it's this is a joyous time and our hearts are expanded with love right now I think
0: <laughs> yeah that's great I, I love that and there's there's this invitation to rejoicing at the beginning he invites us to sing and until and, and we are told to be glad and rejoice and then at the end it's the Lord God himself, the mighty warrior, who is rejoicing over you and delighting over you with singing. So it's kind of, you might say, mutual delight going on.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, I, I, it's, it just struck me, like, I've, I've read this verse a lot of times, but like, that he is doing the singing at the end. I mean, I, I know the beauty of that. And I guess I've, I've pondered that before. But for some reason, I just don't know if I've ever attributed singing as one of God's um, creative actions. Um, but it, oh, why should it surprise us?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's several moments in Scripture where God rejoices over us, and this is one of my favorites. This this picture of Him, and really here here it's I, I always used to think this was a, an image of a, a mother, maybe with a small child, or even a pregnant mom singing over the child in her womb. And there are there are definitely images where God is is like that, like a mother with the tender mercy of the child in her womb. But in this case, it's not a mother image, it's a mighty warrior image. This is the king who has come to save, to defeat the enemies, uh, Zephaniah is a really interesting book. This is chapter three. The first two chapters have all kinds of death and gloom and destruction. And and the, the people's sins have just piled up so high and they've refused to repent. And their leaders are like wolves and their, their priests are defiling the temples. They're, they're going to church to sing, sin more. That's how bad it is. And then Zephaniah says, wait, wait but there's going to come a time when all of your enemies, including your own sin, is going to be defeated by, by the king who's coming. And then the mighty warrior will rejoice. He will no longer rebuke you. See, that, that assumes there's some kind of rebuke or punishment that you deserve. But there's going to t- come a time when that punishment is set aside, and he will delight in you. He will rejoice over you with singing. What a great promise.
2: It struck me as I read this translation, the, the do not fear Zion, do not let your hands hang limp just an interesting, interesting picture there. Um, And actually what I thought of is how um, I feel like a lot of 2020, I just like, get home and I want to fall limp in my chair. (laughs) And so there's this sort of this image that it just uh, that uh, I have a mighty warrior apparently on my side who's uh, going to maybe pick me up a little bit. Um, I don't know, it's just kind of a Uh, Interesting picture. Thanks, Brendan. Uh, That's a great image.
0: We're surrounded by enemies on every side. We've even got enemies on the inside of us that have caused God's rebuke and anger. But now our mighty warrior comes to rescue us no matter what. Boy, 2020 sure has been a, a year that causes hands to hang limp. Hey, why don't I go ahead and turn the page. And this is on page 26 now. And The devotion is called Rejoice, Rejoice, Emmanuel. Singing is an essential part of Christmas preparation, at least for my family. Growing up, my family would gather on the couch the night the tree went up. In the soft glow of the Christmas tree lights, snuggled in warm blankets and pajamas, we would take turns choosing hymns and carols. One person would start, "Oh, Tannenbaum, O Tannenbaum, and everybody would join right in. That night, after all the carols had been sung, my sister and I would always sleep right there, under the tree. Singing Christmas carols has a way of drawing people together. Everyone can join in, no matter how old or how young or how musically inclined. Even if you don't know all the words, somebody usually remembers the verse you forgot. Everyone is welcome. Everyone has a place. Singing together is a sign of belonging. Belonging. Singing Together shows up in Zephaniah 3. Did you notice? First, we are invited to sing for joy because our Lord and King has come and rescued us. God is with us, and God saves. But then, another voice joins the hymn. The Savior King himself rejoices over you with singing. God's heart is full to overflowing with the joy of having you back home where you belong. We celebrate Christmas with singing, and our Emmanuel, Jesus, is God with us. Jesus is the mighty warrior who saves, and Jesus celebrates you. Jesus rejoices that you are back in his arms now and forever. When the eternal Christmas morning dawns and we rise from our places of rest beneath the tree— we will enter into a new creation full of praise. The only thing louder than the mighty hymn of the redeemed will be the strong voice of the mighty warrior singing a song of victory from the center of the throne, and we will all pick up the tune and join in singing together the never-ending song of eternal belonging. Rejoice! Rejoice! Emmanuel! God with us.
3: Our days spring from on high And cheer us by your drawing night Disperse the gloomy clouds of night And as dark shadows
0: Those were the first two verses of "Emmanuel," sung by Brooke Orozco with Brendan Norp on guitar. Hey, Brendan, tell me some more about that guitar part. That's a different setting of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel" than I'm used to.
2: Yeah, um, you know, when, when I get a chance to write something or arrange something, um, it's just kind of interesting to, you know, with some songs to break them apart a little bit. Maybe you take a melody of an existing song and then you rethink how the chords could be. Mm-hmm. Where this song actually came out of just noodling on the guitar. So I, I had been experimenting with different ways to tune the guitar, um, which if you're a string player, I think you could probably apply this to almost every instrument. You know, wherever you put your fingers on your instrument, you, you expect certain things to come out, right? And when you retune a guitar, all those rules are gone. And so you find when you put your fingers a certain way sounds that you've never heard before, or if you want to try and reproduce them, you have to, you know, rework how you do it. So the little refrain part that Brooke sings uh, the chorus, the Rejoice, Rejoice over, was just um, me almost just discovering um, what kind of sounds I could get if I played this normal guitar chord that would sound one way and how it turns out in this tuning. And it had this very kind of eerie, slightly dissonant, but yet inviting kind of quality about it. And so as I was kind of working with that, um, of course, I'm thinking right away, what song could this go with? And um, it, it occurred to me that like a manual was a perfect, uh, a perfect uh, feeling of that longing that that guitar part has. And I always try and write things that are uh, as enjoyable to play as they might be to sing. You know, sometimes sometimes your songs, I, I feel like a lot of times if I'm leading music on a Sunday, I'm singing a really great melody and I'm just strumming boring chords that I could do in my sleep. And so to me, that song is is actually more of like a duet than it is um, a melody with a guitar accompaniment. You know, the, the guitar part is just a song in and of itself. And what is just a testament to... Uh, the way Brooke hears um, what I do and then brings, you know, we have this kind of a a good intuition about uh, how things sound and fit together. And so she, uh, she came and sang that refrain, um, the rejoice. And I mean, that was just, she just, that just kind of came out of her, right? You know, we were just kind of noodling around and that, that appeared. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's just a really cool Holy Spirit musical moment, because um, it's its its own part again. It's really unique. And somehow the two things just complement so well. And I remember at, uh, we used to do it where she would sing that refrain right away. And I don't remember the exact circumstances of why, but one time she just stopped singing and let that guitar part just play the thing and I always thought that was really cool because it, it introduces it and you hear it later as it's underneath but it like gives a moment of just like this is also the it's the musical interpretation of rejoice rejoice Emmanuel and it just sits there as something once you've heard the song and then you go back and you listen to it again that little instrumental piece it makes sense of what it is
0: yeah Thanks for that. I, I think it really does fit the longing of this O Come, O Come Emmanuel uh, that, that fits the text really well. And you chose to do the first verse and then the last couple of verses. And that's a really it's, it's just the right length for kind of the arc that the song itself makes. Now, now some of the songs in the album, uh, Brooke did the primary arranging. Is that right? And then you did primary arranging for other ones. Is that what did that partnership look like for the whole thing?
2: Yeah, I would say that um, she she definitely the the original songs were were her creations. Um, down to like the interesting guitar part of A Holy Night um, was all her just imagining it, and and then I just learned to play it. Um, with a lot of the other ones, it just. Um, it would sometimes be, I guess you could say, the more interesting the guitar part is, the more likely it is that that's where it was born from. And then something else came and got added, added with it. So um, that's sort of the process that, that it, that it went through.
0: Well, O'Connell Emmanuel certainly has a very interesting guitar part and you alluded to it before. If, if we have anybody that likes the guitar, the funky guitar stuff, do you have some directions or notations that I could put with this podcast for people that were interested
2: yeah, absolutely. I can send you a link. I, I posted it to a, a recording of Facebook as well. I just put the Dropbox to the guitar tablature because if even if you're a regular guitar player with the weird tuning, it's not immediately obvious how to play it. It, it sounds really fun. To I'd,
0: love to, I'd love to share it with people. I love these kind of new experiments. I love experimenting and see what happens. That's kind of at the core of, also of the hymn journal. It, you've got freedom to try something. If it doesn't work, that's okay. So that, that's, that fits really well. Hey, let's go ahead and take a listen to that, especially the guitar part here, as we listen to verse three of Emmanuel. (laughs) i <laughs> was Brendan Norp on guitar and Brooke Orozco singing, and they're singing, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, a new arrangement called Emmanuel. Of course, the hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, is based on an ancient text called the O Antiphons. If you turn with me to page 29, you'll see an introduction to this prayer experiment on the O Antiphons. Uh, just the first couple of paragraphs there say, the O Antiphons are a set of prayers traditionally prayed in anticipation of Christmas. Based on Old Testament imagery for the coming Messiah, the O Antiphons express different characteristics or titles for Jesus as they invite and implore Jesus to come. The last is the most famous, O Emmanuel, O come Emmanuel, God with us. So an antiphon, if you sing something antiphonally, you you do kind of it's a call and response. There's two parts to it, so that's what an antiphon is. And these are called O antiphons because they all start with O, which if you're a a language geek, it's in the vocative. You're saying O. tree, or O root, or O key, O Jesus, O Emmanuel, please come to us. And there on the page, Ann Gillespie, you have done not one, not two, but eight different Bible margins, and they go with each of the seven O antiphons, and there's a special last one, too. Uh, When we put the book together, we had to be careful to to put them in the right order, and if you turn your book, it goes from left to right on that page, and you have to flip the book over, we're imagining you're adding color from left to right as you go with, with the book flipped around. So that gets you all seven in the right order with the last one. Uh, And tell me about these, the Bible margin art here. And we've talked about this before, but how might I use some of these Bible margins in my own personal devotion life?
1: Well, first of all, the obvious is you can just color them right in our book. Mm -hmm. The other is that um, in the Bible, in the margins of your Bible, you can trace these or you can just use them as a, you know, and freehand them from um, your own personal, you know, hand. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just a nice way to do that. The other thing that I like to do with these is use them as gifts, so I would put them on a piece of tag board or art paper of some kind, and um, color them, and then maybe write a personal message on the back, and then give them to members of my congregation, family members, just somebody that you work with, somebody that you know might need just a little a lift.
0: Yeah, awesome! I think that that's a great idea. Um, in fact, photocopy them first. Put them on something. Trace them on something. That that's great. I mean, if you bought the book, please photocopy it. I mean, don't photocopy it and sell it to other people. But it's photocopy. Use it. It's there for yes. you to use. Put your name on it. Use it right. as a gift tag.
1: Personal use only. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. But
0: but use it a lot. Not for
1: reason. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. No, I love that. I, I love those those ideas. Boy, these images sure are engaging. How did you decide what to fit in these almost stained glass window Bible margins?
1: Well, my first thing was I wanted it to be stained glass because um, these are ancient texts and I wanted it to look ancient, Yeah, but especially, you know, that, that stained glass look. I just thought that that really went well with um, with the theme of what we were trying to get across here. Although my pictures aren't always all necessarily ancient, but um, that lamp in O Camo Camo Sepientia
0: uh-huh.
1: teaches to know thy ways um, just... Wisdom is is a lamp, mm-hmm. and it's not the traditional, old fashioned, ancient lamp. It's a campsite lamp. Yeah. But um, I think that relates to us today. Um, Absolutely, the wisdom, and I just I set it on a table there, and
0: mm-hmm. yeah, no, I like I like that a lot. I like how you've captured the prayer too. So they start. It starts with the, O come, O come, and then it's got the these are Latin words, but you've got the image there, and then you've got the the prayer too. O clavis David. Come and open wide our heavenly home. I, that's one of my favorite ones is the key there that has the cross on it. We can see the lock in the background too.
1: Yes. So I like that one. Me. That one was, that one was, uh, um, there was a lot of erasing and redoing on that one just because ah. I wanted it just right.
0: <laughs> well, it came out beautifully. Yeah. What, what's Thank your you. process for this? How did you get from the words of the hymn to these, these images?
1: Well, I first of all I did the the, the the lettering and then I went back and um just read, you know, um some of the references in the Bible in my my um concordance. I looked up the mm-hmm. words and mm-hmm. went through some of the scripture lessons and just kind of did a little devotion of my own on my own. Um, the one the one um o Adonai um, in ancient times, to give the law, well, the the foref- the foreground is um, the burning bush. Moses, you know, yes, and we, and where he we get the great the-, the
0: great I am. That's where he gets the name the Adonai Yahweh. He gets yeah. it, the burning bush.
1: Yeah, and then the mountain of the Lord is in the background there, yeah. where you know Moses climbed up to receive the law. So um, I just. Really, you know, and the tree of Jesse was just an easy one because that's just a common image right now. You know, the tree coming out of the stump of Jesse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and the king of nations, you actually helped me with that. That's kind of my favorite one oh. um, because the crown, of course, God, Jesus is king of the nations, but the hearts with the ribbon around it is God tying us all together and uniting us you know, in each heart, there's only four of them, but each heart is different. We're all yeah. different in God's eyes, but we're all tied together through the King of Nations.
0: Yeah, now that's that's great. That uh, struck me too. And and when Brooke was singing it, the O come, desire of nations, bind in one the hearts of all mankind. This this feels like a year where hearts being bound together would be such good news. And, and it comes with the reign of God Himself. That's really cool. I have to admit, one of my favorite ones is that last one, the the Emmanuel one. There, God with us. In part because they're very clearly ornaments, and that's very very clearly pine tree. I saw them as palm branches at first. And then I I, th- I recognized, of course, no, it's pine tree, but I love the the, the palm branches are a, a palm Sunday Hosanna, but Hosanna's always been a part of Advent too. So that coming of the king, I just kind of like that double dipping on the palm branches. <laughs> you did some other palm branches in the hymn journal and it reminded me of
1: that. my husband when I was talking, I talked through him, talked with him through a lot of this stuff, you know, and he's like. I said, he wants palm branches in an advent journal. And he said, well, and they're tied together. They go <laughs> hand in hand. Yes. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> Lift up your heads, you mighty gates. We will, uh, the way we're doing it this time through, we're doing that one next year, but that that's a, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that again. <laughs> And let's talk about that last pane on the second page, then too, the very top or the right, if you have the book on uh, on that right-hand page. Uh, that one says "O come, O come," and then it says "Arrow Cross," which is an interesting phrase in Latin. If you take all of the o antiphons and and just use their initials and spell it actually backwards, it comes up with the phrase arrow cross, which is Latin for tomorrow I am or tomorrow I will be, tomorrow I will arrive, tomorrow I will come is another kind of way of putting it. So the the ancient church saw in that uh, the kind of Jesus response to our prayer, O come, O come, Emmanuel. His prayer is tomorrow I will come, tomorrow I'll be there. I got you. Give me just a minute. I'll get there as quick as I can. Um, I and tell tell me about the artwork that you've done there for that arrow cross. Tomorrow I will come panel.
1: Well, I just think that you know we have this long path that we walk, and um, tomorrow though he will come. He will be mm-hmm. with us the next day. He's he's always with us, isn't he? Yeah. But um, the sunrise just um, reminds me that there's another day, another day to hope, another day to wait and he will come.
0: Yeah, yeah, That's that's you get the kind of already in the not yet. He's with us on the journey. He's with us on the pathway, and and there's also the sun rising. There's, there's something more coming. Uh, Christmas reminds us not just of his first coming, but of his second coming. Uh, in fact, the ancient creeds of the church framed Jesus' first coming in Nazareth in terms of his second coming in glory. They go hand in glove, and we're kind of in this in-between time, in between his first coming and his second coming, We're in the last days already and have been, and we can't wait. Uh, Christmas is a reminder that eternal Christmas is coming. Well, Ann, thank you so much. It's wonderful. Art, Brendan, love the music. Uh, Before we're done today, just out of this conversation, do you sense any next step that Jesus might be inviting you to take this day today where he's with you already now as we wait for, for his coming tomorrow?
2: Well, just as you were sharing uh, the verses of that hymn and looking at this artwork, I, I was struck again by the line, Oh, oh bid our sad divisions cease. And uh, it, it, that's, a, that's a beautiful daily reminder. And for whatever reason, as you were talking about it, it just kind of played over and over in my head. It's a great prayer.
0: Yeah, we've got a lot of divisions right now, and they are a, a grief to us and I think to God. So... Thanks, Brendan. Um, taking that prayer with you into this week is, is a really good next step. And anything from you, from the art or the music that you want to take with you into your week? The O-Antiphons,
1: they just, they remind me that Okomokom come, come, Emmanuel, God is with us. His mm-hmm. grace is with us. He is with us. And to rejoice, just mm-hmm. rejoice that we have a Savior that has come and um, be glad. Share that love.
0: Yeah, Thanks. Mm-hmm. I've got that, that image still stuck in my mind of, of the, the mighty king lifting up his daughter. It's a single daughter, Jerusalem. So uh, we, we, we get to be the princess in that picture uh, of the king lifting us up after he's rescued us and delighting over us, rejoicing over us with singing that our longing, O come, O come, Emmanuel is echoed in his heart with a longing for us. And that uh, we'll see the fulfillment of that rejoicing when he comes again in glory. So thank you both. I really appreciate our time today. Thank you. Yeah,
2: thanks for having us, Justin.
0: That was Brendan Norp and Anne Gillaspie talking to us about Chapter 3, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, from Light in the Darkness, a hymn journal for Advent and Christmas from Next Step Press. I'll put a link to the CD, A Light in the Darkness, from Brooke and Brendan in the description of this podcast, as well as a link to Brendan's notation on the tuning for the guitar in his rather creative accompaniment to their setting of Emmanuel. This isn't the first time Anne or Brendan have joined us on the Next Step podcast, and I'll make sure I link to previous episodes where they've graced us with their presence. I'll also make sure to link to Anne's article on the Next Step community blog about Bible margins and how you might use them in your personal devotional life. Like all episodes of our Next Step podcast, this episode was brought to you in part by the generosity of Next Step patrons. If you're a patron, I wanna especially thank you for what you do to help keep the mission and ministry of Next Step Press moving forward. And if this holiday season is a good time for you to consider the possibility of regular monthly support, I'd encourage you to check out the link to the Next Step Patreon page in the description of this podcast. It was such a joy to sit down with Brendan and Anne and hear more about the music and the art. I'm still captured and captivated by the idea that Jesus delights over us with singing and that no matter how much we long for Christmas morning or even for the eternal Christmas morning to dawn, Jesus himself longs for that day of reunion even more. Until then, you can trust that He is already now your Emmanuel, God with us. Thanks for spending time with us today. We'll see you next time at Next Step Press.